grand fanfare welcome to our podcast, Keeping Up With The Windsors, dedicated to the royal family. Each episode will be crammed to the rafters with opinions, news and commentary on the comings and goings of the family of Windsor. With your hosts and royal fangirls, Rachel Andrews and Michelle Thole. So grab yourself a cuppa, straighten up your tiara, shine your knighthood, round up your corgis and and let's keep up with the Windsors. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Keeping Up With The Windsors. My name is Michelle. And I'm Rachel. Hello, everyone. Hello, welcome. Thank you so much for listening. Before we start the episode, Rachel has a little announcement to make. Yes, and now you can rate podcasts that you listen to. So if you are listening on Spotify, make sure you're subscribed because you cannot rate unless you're subscribed to the channel. So we would really appreciate if you would give the podcast a five-star rate. That would really help us and we'd love you forever. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Royal Community. Uh, Right, so what's in store for the Royal Community in this episode, Rach? Well, today we thought we'd dedicate it all to Catherine as she celebrated her 40th birthday on Sunday. Happy birthday, the Duchess of Cambridge, 40 years old. She looks 20. Can I just say that out loud? She looks 20. I hope I look good, that good at 40. I really do. <laughs> <laughs> do you know, I thought this the other day and I didn't say it. I don't know why I didn't say it. Probably, probably because I have my throat infection. But I'm sure, and this isn't, this isn't me in the know, by the way. This is me assuming. I assume that she has that microblading on her eyebrows because they're impeccable. Yeah, I'm jealous. I've got sparse. <laughs> I've got sparse <laughs> eyebrows. I, I kind of pencil mine in. So. Yeah. Me too, me too. <laughs> so uh, today we are going to talk about those lovely. Uh, what do they call them? Portraits, paintings, pictures. Portraits. 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 What makes it a portrait, Rach? I thought it was just a picture. What's the difference? I think the, a portrait is where it's only, it's not the full body, is it? It's just ah, the face as such. See, Royal Community, I'm learning as we go. I never well, knew that. Well, I think it's, yeah, I think that's why it's called a portrait. <laughs> <Don't quote me. laughs> There'll be some people listening be like, no, it's not. <laughs> okay. No. <laughs> unless a portrait is just of a person as well we're going to talk about the three portraits that were released for Catherine's 40th birthday but before that I want to say just a little negative thing and I think you might have said this to me earlier in the week but we really wanted a full body shot of Catherine come on we need a full body shot I really really wanted a full body shot especially to see the dresses that she was wearing because we only obviously saw the top half didn't we so we didn't see the gorgeousness of the dresses but there's more to come on that later because there's a little um added surprise Ooh, love it love it I have some um little little tidbit of information that um I got whilst I was driving home from work today and I haven't heard this anywhere else but obviously I'm sure as the month goes on we might hear something else from it but on the radio it's stated that uh, the national security over Windsor is going to be tightened. And if you ever watched our Windsor vlog, you would have known that we remarked on how many aeroplanes went over Windsor. And in a month's time, they're actually going to stop that as a flight path. So that's something I heard on the radio. You know what? You know what the social media press are like? Whether that's true or not, it's, you know, we'll see in a month's time when it actually happens, if that is the case. But I thought that was such an interesting um, thing because actually we mentioned that, didn't we, Rach? How loud it was and how many aeroplanes go over Windsor. So we'll keep you posted on that. And today, Michelle, Prince Andrew. Go on, what? Prince Andrew. It's not going away, is <laughs> oh, it? No. It's not going away. 
Okay, we've had an update on the Prince Andrew court case. And what was happening, Rach? So Andrew is now facing the prospect of a civil trial over allegations after the judge dismissed his claim to throw the case out. So this is all new. It's only happened today. We're recording this on Wednesday, the 12th of January. So when we know more, we'll let you guys know um, what's going on. But that's like breaking news as we're recording this. And also this week, we saw Prince William. He's back from his holidays. And he was doing investitures. Where was he? In St. James's Palace? No, Windsor Castle. Oh, lovely. Well, welcome back. Welcome to the fold or whatever. What do the people say (laughs) when you go back to work? I don't know. (laughs) Oh, no, not this again. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Back to the grind. So, uh, yeah, he looks really refreshed and was happy to do some investitures. Basically, we we didn't want to go really, really um, in-depth royal news today because we were dedicating this episode to Catherine's 40th birthday. So let's get to it. The three portraits, Rach. How did you feel when you first saw them? Well, I hadn't seen them, and you you texted me, and you was like, "Rach in capital letters." (laughs) And then the first the first portrait was the red dress. Yeah, and I was like, I was really taken back by it. It was oh. I wasn't expecting this. Um, we don't see a lot of red. I know she has worn red before, but I think the structure of the dress was quite different to what we've seen her wear previously in the sense that it was quite a billowy, large shoulder, wasn't it, yeah. on the one side? Obviously, we don't, we couldn't see what the full-length dress looked like, but I wasn't at 100% sure, but over time, it's grown on me. Mm. It's really grown on me. I didn't get a gold dress reaction. But I did think to myself, wow, if I had all the money in the world, that is the dress that I would wear. I thought it was spectacular. And let's also mm-hmm. sing it from the rooftops. It had pockets! Yeah! <laughs> Just what you always want. <laughs> oh, come on. You need to put chewing gums in your, in your, you know, in your pocket. <laughs> I just love this fashion moment from her. Um, I think the thing I love the most was her demure makeup look and it was so natural and her Mm. beauty really came through um and it would have I think detracted from everything she would have looked glam if she would have had lots of makeup she actually looked royal in the way that she was styled so before we go into all three portraits let's give you a bit of background you've probably read it but we're gonna give you an update so the three portraits were taken by fashion photographer Paolo Reversi at Kew Gardens and the shoot was inspired by 19th century photography, which was the focus of Catherine's undergraduate thesis. I never knew that. Yeah, because she did art, art history, didn't she? In St. Andrews. Yeah, art history, yeah. And Paolo has been interviewed for a magazine and he said that it was a true honour and a moment of pure joy. I have met a wonderful person, a person who with her positive energy can bring hope to the whole world. Aww. And I just thought that sums up his whole experience. And I thought that was just absolutely lovely, a lovely sentiment. Royal community out there, can you imagine someone saying that about you? What a wonderful thing for someone to say. I think whenever you hear people talking about Catherine, you don't really hear a lot of negatives about her. Like when people meet her, they say the same sort of thing, don't they? She was so kind. She was so humble. She's really engaging, wanted to listen to what we was talking about. Maybe this photographer saw that mm. and had a glimpse of her that we would never 
be privy to. Absolutely. So these portraits will go on display this year in three different areas that Catherine has chosen and which have a special meaning to her. So they will go on display in Berkshire, where she grew up, St Andrews, where she attended university and obviously met Prince William, and Anglesey, where she and William lived when they were first married. And this is before they permanently go on display at the National Portrait Gallery, which is currently under refurbishment until next year. And I think that's why they're going to be placed in these different places. Yeah, it makes sense. You know, she is going to be the Queen Consort. It's nice to share that moment with other parts of Britain rather than just centralised in London. So I quite like that. The fact that everyone gets a chance to look. It would have been nice to have one in Northern Ireland, possibly. But then actually, maybe you just need loads and loads for the Commonwealth as well. So you just can't win. Um, When I heard the photo shoot was at Kew Gardens, I was expecting a massive cactus or a palm tree or some kind of massive like shrub or something behind her. I was a bit disappointed. <laughs> Could have been taken anywhere, to be fair. You, you couldn't tell it was Kew Gardens because it's just blank background as such, isn't it? Exactly. And I th- I think that's the, the point I was making. Like, wh- why then is it made a big deal of in Kew Gardens when it looks like it could have been shot anywhere? But yeah, I was a bit disappointed. I wanted to see a little uh, shrub in the background. But anyway. So let's move on to what she was wearing. So she wore three different dresses by Alexander McQueen. And these were Sarah Burton for Alexander McQueen, who designed her wedding dress. So there's yeah. the connection there. In the picture where she has the red dress on, she's wearing the diamond earrings belonging to the Queen. And the side portrait, she is wearing the pearl drop Collingwood earrings that belong to Princess Diana. So there's that nice connection there. It's wonderful. And these little tiny touches, everything's thought out. Not one um, thing goes amiss, does it? No. Everything's thought out. Absolutely beautiful. Um, so let's move on to what you thought of each portrait, Michelle. So let's talk about the red dress first. Okay, I'm going to talk about the red dress. It was my favourite out of the three. Mm-hmm. I thought the dress was absolutely spectacular. I thought um, her hair and her makeup was wonderful. But I also just loved Catherine's really relaxed pose. It was like you were seeing her on the weekend, but she was a royal. <laughs> You know what I mean? In Does a, that make sense? In a big poofy red dress. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, you you know, expect her to wear, but she's like completely your best friend, you know? Yeah. Um, And there was just, there was so much warmth and likability. She's, she's just very easy to relate to, yeah. isn't she? I think that really came out in that portrait. And actually it does go to show the great relationship she had with the photographer for her to be that relaxed in front of camera absolutely yeah I completely agree for me out of all the three portraits this was the most modern oh yeah I think maybe because it was the color the other two are more of a black and white shade aren't they yeah um and I agree I think I thought she looked really fresh her makeup wasn't overdone her hair was more naturally curly yeah. like we've seen it previously when she was at the Royal Writing performance and she had that green sparkly dress on um I just thought this yeah it was it was just a okay right I get this now my favorite was the side portrait and I think I actually messaged you we had a brief discussion about it and I said it reminds me of uh, and, and this was before I knew that it was, you know, she had taken inspiration from 19th century photography. 
I actually said to you, this reminds me of a Cecil Beaton yeah, photograph. You did, you did. And it and especially like the Princess Margaret 21st birthday photograph. I, I think this pose is classically royal, isn't it? Oh yeah. But this should have been for me a tiara moment we we briefly discussed that as well didn't we It was like that's one thing that's missing or actually two things that are missing from all these pictures is a tiara in one of the photos and a standing shot but I think the reason the tiara wasn't chosen was because she wanted to maybe appear more relatable to people but if you stuck a tiara on her people would be like oh well, who does she think she is? Obviously, we know who she is, and we would have loved a tiara moment, obviously. But I think she becomes more accessible if she doesn't put that tiara on. Well, I also think he was missing a shrub, so we're going to add that one in as well. But <laughs> <laughs> I tell you why I think they didn't go with the tiara is because it would then be about the role of Duchess rather than the person who is Catherine. Mm-hmm. And I think that is my personal opinion about why I think they possibly didn't go with the tiara, even though us royal community, we really need the tiara moment. <laughs> what I think was interesting about the side portrait is it reminds me, obviously, it's the most famous picture in the whole world. It's the queen on a stamp on, the, you know, the British notes or whatever. It's always on the side, isn't it? It's a side portrait. Yeah. So yeah. it was so, so uh, royal. But it freaked me out. <laughs> it freaked me out. Why did it freak you out? I'm going to tell you something. You, I don't think you know this. Oh, no, you do know this about me, Rage. Royal community, buckle up. Here we go. This is something about me. I get freaked out. Do you know when you're watching a program and someone dies and then they show a picture and then they like zoom in on it really slowly? <laughs> yeah. That really freaks me out because I'm like, oh, my goodness me, these people, are, they've, they've died. And when I looked at this picture... Because it was aged to go to the 19th century, it felt like she was dead. Oh, God, don't say that. <laughs> no, it, it felt like she was, like, in olden times. And it just, that just irks me, that kind of quality in a photo. But I had to keep telling myself, it's Catherine, it's fine. <laughs> and then I got over it. So I got freaked out first. And now I'm completely over it. And I think it's wonderful. So the side portrait as well, to me, it out of all of the portraits was the most regal and I absolutely loved how she's holding the piece of tool in her fingers and it just she just looks so elegant and graceful and you know there's the touch of Diana there she's wearing Diana's engagement ring and she's wearing her earrings and that's to bring Diana into the photo obviously I'm not looking at and thinking of Princess Diana I'm not I'm not saying that but I thought that was just such a nice touch to bring that in to you know represent the past and the family that she's married into and there's so much symbolism in every single portrait and just remember Catherine this is her expertise art art history and this it would be a very joyous occasion to go there fair enough maybe not everyone likes their photo taken I'm not sure whether Catherine enjoys having a photo taken she likes being behind the camera more but even just to have that artistic um, quality and concept come to life must be amazing so let's talk about the face on portrait to me this was the most intimate I thought yeah it was and the photographer Paolo actually revealed that this one was chosen by William and the children oh I quite like that yeah I really like that and I wonder if it was if it was always going to be three portraits that were released because apparently he was saying that there was about he took about 250 photographs altogether 
yeah and obviously they whittled, whittled them down to these three and that is obviously the front portrait is the sorry the front face portrait is the way that William and the children see her and they're bringing us into that world as you know this is our mum this is our wife yeah and this is what we see her as and this is how we want her to be represented yeah exactly I remember having a photo shoot myself and I came away with all the contact sheet or something they give you a sheet with all the, the pictures on and I I passed it around to my family I said which ones do you think I should use and every single one of them picked out a different picture yeah because they see me in a very different way to the way I see myself so it is actually very exposing for somebody else to choose that version of who they think you are but actually, I think it's wonderful that they they did decide because, like you said, we're getting that intimate connection that is that comes from the family. So, as a collective, what did you think of the three portraits as a whole? My least favorite was a side profile uh, portrait, only because, like I said, I got freaked out at the start, not because it's a bad picture. <laughs> um, then the second one would be where she's looking at the camera with a white dress and yeah. smiling. My ultimate favorite is the pop of color, the red, modern, because I think that's how I see Catherine. They were all wonderful. And they all, I think they encapsulated a different essence of who she is personally. As a whole, they really reflected her understanding of photography and history. Because when you look at these as a collective, you look at them, it's like you look into the future with references to the past because you have that 19th century influence. And I also thought when I looked at these as a whole collective, we're looking at right now the future Princess of Wales and our future Queen. Yeah. yeah. And th- these portraits, you know, they're, they're going to be at the National Portrait Gallery forever, aren't they? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And in 50, 100 years time, people will be able to look back at these photos and look back at this time in history and be like, wow, okay. Because when we look back at, other royals it's always paintings isn't it yeah so this is really interesting that we actually have photographs now that so we can actually see the true likeness and the true essence of the person yeah. well not just that right they've got their own youtube channel they can just go on there and see her walking around and stuff <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean we have to remember this is the first generation of royals who've had to deal with social media and have that presence you know it's 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 a lot it's, it really is a lot. And I think they're handling it extremely well. I, I just love the fact that this side on picture, it was very regal, as we mentioned earlier, mm-hmm. but it was still a part of Catherine. And you've got the one that um, the William and the children picked out. And that's the the nurturer, the carer, the 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 person who holds like the glue that holds the family together. And then we've got the red dress which I think is her public persona and that's the reason we enjoy that one because it's fun and it's quirky and it's exciting and there's movement and it's fashion and it's fashion that's who she is she loves fashion this also was a very different angle let's say it was a little um a detour from dresses we've seen from her and I loved the dresses my favorite was the red dress like I said before I would wear that in heartbeat I absolutely think it was spectacular. And the other two, they're not my style, but they're absolutely beautiful. So at the start of the episode, I said there was some, a little tidbit of information and 
the photographer said that there's a secret image which I think will be released when the National Gallery reopens and he said he wanted to take some moving pictures so the side portrait where she's wearing the tool he made her dance and he's quoted a waltz mixed with a pinch of rock and roll (laughs) I would love to see a video from this from this session I really would can you imagine Catherine prancing around (laughs) I love it it sounds like a mix-up on uh, the when they do the mashup dance styles on uh, <laughs> Dancing with the Stars or something. Love it, absolutely love it. What I I think, to be honest, let's wrap up our final thoughts about these three portraits. I'm gonna go first. I love them, and I think they were chosen to perfection. I would have loved to have seen all 200 and something of them. That's how like invested I was in them. It was very interesting that the 19th century aspect, you know, that artistic flair came in. Personally, myself, I would have liked modern ones, but that's just my own style and that's how I am. But actually, the fact that they weren't like that speaks highly of Catherine and her knowledge and her, um, like you say, her input. The the main thing I'm going to leave you with is I think this was a wonderful celebration of 40 well-lived years. And that's what these portraits are going to exude throughout the year, uh, throughout the ages, is the fact that she not only is well loved, but she's also well lived. I can't wait to see what what's what's coming next for Catherine. So my wrap up of the three portraits: regal, modern, timeless, elegant. What more can you say? It's just like the woman herself, right? It's like if you looked under the thesaurus of Catherine, it'd have (laughs) all those underneath her, wouldn't it? (laughs) You can really see her femininity shine through, her gracefulness. I love the nods to the past, past history, but I love how modern, especially the red dress was, although that's not my favourite portrait, I do like how modern it is. When I saw these photos, I just thought, this is regal, this is Catherine, this is our future queen. Yeah. I just can't wait and really hope that there's a um, a 50th birthday portrait coming in 10 years time. Bring it on. Like long live the Duchess of Cambridge. Long live Catherine. And also, I wonder if, because it's William's 40th in July, isn't it? So I wonder if we're going to get something similar for him, if it will be three portraits. Well, if it is, what three portraits do you think he's going to have? I think he'll be dressed in his military uniform. In in at least one of the portraits. And then I think there'll be, like Catherine, I think there'll be a more casual outfit. And I do think there will be that side royal profile picture because he is going to be on our stamps one day, isn't he? Oh my goodness, that's a weird thought, Rach, isn't it? Oh my gosh. (laughs) I mean, the weirdest thought is Charles is going to be on our stamps. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wow. Wow. So let's let's do a little bit of celebrating Catherine. What's your favourite patronage of hers? I would have to say one of mine is probably Action on Addiction. She is the patron of the uh, Forward Trust, isn't she? And we only saw her, I think it was back in October, wasn't it? We've yeah. spoken about it before. And um, this is where she was famously with Anton Deck and Tom Walker, who she obviously performed with for the um, Cow concert when she was playing the piano. And what I loved about when it, 
on her actual birthday, there were so many of her charities and organisations and patronages that were sending messages of happy birthday. And the CEO of Action on Addiction actually said that her being involved was incredibly powerful and that she is leading the conversation on addiction and in, and building awareness of the impact on families and children. I was just thinking of when Aunt Dex scared her. <laughs> on that engagement (laughs) (laughs) um i i would i like i love lots of engagements uh, of catherine's i i actually really enjoy the fact that she's now president of the scouts and another one obviously is the presidency of the tennis and lawn association and we saw her was it in the summer and she was a pretty good i mean amazing tennis player next to Emma Raducanu the US Open champion like hello that I, I honestly feel like she's superwoman I really do she eats a cake I mean to be fair we we wax lyrical about Catherine and the Cambridges a lot don't we <laughs> we can't help but we do. we do have a soft spot in our heart for both of them you know we've said it before we've watched William grow up so we feel like we know him in a sense and Catherine we feel is just the perfect partner for him and the perfect, you know, queen consort when that time does arrive. And not just that, but she surprised us with all of these different interests because she's just not, she's not a person who just turns up and cuts a ribbon or opens the curtains and a plaque appears. That's not her. She is somebody who is multifaceted, just like every human being. But she, I think the way in which um, it's depicted with the patronages, the charities that she works with, the presidencies, it really brings out every aspect of what she's passionate about. And that's the reason why I think I gravitate towards her. Yeah, we've seen this really, this evolution, haven't we, since she joined the royal family? Because I remember her first patronage when she delivered a speech. And I think that was, apart from her engagement interview, that was one of the first times that we had heard her publicly speaking. And it was like, a, oh, OK, so this is what she sounds like, because we'd never really heard her before. So seeing her over the years, she's just grown so much. And watching that video back, she was quite shy and timid. And, you know, you've really seen this evolution of her as a person, as a public speaker, you know, really grow into her role. Because there's been various reports that said at the beginning, she wanted to just take her time. She didn't want to rush into anything. She wanted to learn certain charities, you know. The royal family, they get offers all the time from charities to become presidents and um, patrons. But they don't just pick these charities willy nilly. They, you know, they have to because at the end of the day, once you become a patron, that's it. You're basically with them for life, aren't you? And I think she's really taken her time to spearhead certain charities because she knows that this is going to be a lifelong commitment for her. What I've loved about seeing Catherine grow, as you said, is quite interesting. You said about the evolution of her as a public speaker, as um, as she grows in confidence, because, I mean, that's what I do for my 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 business as what I do for my job. But it's, it's interesting because I think she's really got that concept of 10,000 hours because a decade or plus decade plus is a long time. And all that experience is just compounded. We're seeing the pinnacle of her confidence right now and she's really shining brightly sometimes I look at Catherine and I think there couldn't be anyone better to be in the running to be queen consort yeah agree 
What do you think, Royal Community? Do you agree with Rachel and I waxy lyrical about Catherine? Or is Sophie your favorite? Is Camilla your favorite? Is the Queen your favorite? I, you know, I'm not saying I'm not saying that Catherine is our favorite, but it's remarkable how much she's been able to carve out in her time that she's been with the royal family. And it's it's been a, and it's been a journey, hasn't it? Not only have we seen her evolve as a public figure, but as a wife and then later as a mother. Yes. Thank you so much for listening. And uh, yeah, if you want to contact Rachel and I, you can via email, keeping up with the winds as pod at gmail.com. If you would love to support the podcast and keep us on the air, then buy Rachel and I a coffee. The link is in the show notes or head on over to keep it up with the Windsors over on Kofi, K-O-F-I. And you can also follow us on Instagram at keeping up the Windsors pod. Don't forget to like, comment, share, subscribe, wherever you get your podcasts. And if you're listening on Spotify, please subscribe to the channel and leave us a five star rate looking forward to next week we'll have lots more engagements now because they will be back doing engagements uh from next week on. we saw some this week but it'll be full on from next week won't it yeah definitely and don't forget in the next coming weeks and months we're going to keep you up to date with all things platinum jubilee oh my goodness i am so excited we're booking our hotel soon royal community Do, tomorrow we're booking our hotel soon <laughs> And can I just say right now, thank you so much to all the Royal Community members who have already contacted Rachel and I to arrange times to meet and, you know, to see what's going on. And we will give you as much information as we can closer to the time. But Rachel and I are still on the first stage. We're just about to to get our hotel. So we'll keep you up next week. We might have even booked it. Who knows? We'll let you know. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. We'll see you next week on... Keeping up with the Windsors. Windsors.